What's up, guys? Chris Marler here with the Fourth and Wrong podcast. We have taken a couple of days off. We have a lot to talk about. Um, but first and foremost, happy Valentine's Day. I hope everyone's having a fantastic week so far. Um, it, I have been just a little bit down um, and taking a few days off. We'll explain why here at the end. Um, but like I said, I hope all of you guys have had a fantastic um, few days and a Valentine's Day as well. I've, like I said, I've been a little bit off, so I just um, I've been putting off doing the recording, and I finally realized, you know what? Let's get back to it. Let's start, start doing the things that we like to do and get out of this little funk. So today, on today's episode, we are talking about Notre Dame's unfair advantage in the new cultural playoff. And if you haven't noticed this, so this will be a very short episode, um, but they have discussed the cultural playoff going from a five to uh, five plus seven model. So currently, it is a five automatic bids. Um, and they are really six automatic bids because it's five plus one. Um, but with the absence of the Pac-12, which is the fifth Power Five conference, you will be down to f- like four total power conferences in college football next year. So what does that mean for the playoff? Well, if you've designed if you design the entire structure of this playoff to be five plus one plus six, right? So you have a champion from all Power Five conferences. You have a group of five champion as well. The, t- the top ranked team from the group of five or six, whatever it is. Um, like Liberty was last year, and then you have six at-large bids. You can't do that if you don't have five Power 5 conferences. So with the Power 4 that we'll be having this year with the absence of the Pac-12, I think the playoff committee has decided in the next week or so they are going to vote, and all signs point to the fact that they will go to a 5-plus-7 model, which is kind of what they were were hoping to do. Anyway, you will have all champions of uh, the four major conferences, that's four, and then you will have the one um, bid to the group of five or six school, however you want to uh, look at it, um, that's the highest ranked, again, like Liberty was this year. And then you will have seven at-large bids. So what does that look like for most teams? I know when you look at some of the um, early projections, I think 247 came out with theirs today, they had four SEC teams that were in the, the, the 12-team playoff for next year, Georgia, Texas, then you talk about Mizzou and Alabama. Um, that's kind of surprising, right? And we also don't know if we're going to have four SEC teams that will be in the in the playoff this year. This is just a projection. I personally don't think they will. And one of the reasons why is going to be the team we're talking about tonight, and that's Notre Dame. There is not a team in the entire country that's going to benefit more from the 12-team playoff than Notre Dame. And let me tell you why. If you remember the BCS era from 1998 to 2013, the BCS era, all Notre Dame had to do to get to a BCS bowl, which is the same as a New Year's Six bowl. Okay, one of the one of the cotton, um, orange, sugar, peach, just like you know the major bowls, rose, whatever. All they had to do was get to ten wins. So a ten and two season for Notre Dame is a guaranteed berth in a BCS bowl. I'm telling you right now, a 10-win season in in this day and age of a 12-team playoff will be an automatic berth for Notre Dame. What triggered this entire idea tonight was the fact that I saw Notre Dame announce earlier tonight that they have they have gone ahead um, and made a uh, they've scheduled a game against Army in 2024. It's the 100th year anniversary of the Four Horsemen game, and they're going to play Army in Yankee Stadium. There's one thing you've heard me complain about over the years in Notre Dame. It's how much I don't give a shit about them playing a surface academy in a major league baseball stadium. Could not care less. It doesn't move the needle for me at all. I'm sure there's some people that'll think that's great. Super fun. 
right? But for me, I I could not care less about that. This is a team I've told you to in the SEC. It it would benefit you more, I think, this year especially moving forward, to not make the SEC championship game. Because if you make the SEC championship game and you lose, that's I mean that doesn't necessarily put you out of the playoff, but it also it makes you play an extra game. You are at risk of injury. Where if you are one of the teams that's I don't know ten and two, eleven and one somehow, and you didn't get in um, because you know Georgia went twelve and zero, or, or Bama went twelve and zero, or whatever, and you're just behind them, it would behoove you to be out of that game. It would make way more sense. Notre Dame is not going to have to play in a conference championship game ever. They are still not in a conference. So doing this and getting them to a, a situation this isn't written down. This is not like the BCS where it says flat out if they have ten wins. They are getting in, but I'm telling you right now, if Notre Dame is 10 and two, they are getting in the playoff. And every single year we see the same shit from Notre Dame and the national media that love to push this agenda that, you know what? They played a really tough schedule. They played Stanford on the road. They played USC at home. They played a service Academy in fucking Fenway park or Yankee stadium, or, you know, they played them in, in a, like in Baltimore stadium, the weekend of veterans Day, or what the fuck ever. It's always something with Notre Dame where they are able to skate past from being in an actual conference and winning 10 games with that schedule in quotes is somehow respectable. I hate it, but I'm telling you right now of all the teams that are going to benefit the most from this new system, Notre Dame is at the top. All right. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Like I said, I hope you guys had a fantastic week so far. I I'm not at liberty to say what's going on. I think a lot of you probably can guess what's going on right now. Um, and I, you know, like I've told you before, that uh, I'm not sure when the next episode of uh, Saturday Football Uncensored will be. I'm not sure what the name will be either. Um, we'll have some announcements soon about all that. Um, don't worry. Nothing is wrong on our end. Um, everything is still fine. Um, I try to tell you guys all the time, try to always turn a, a, you know, anything into a positive. All I can say is tonight, you know, it's been a long week. I've been down. Um and I appreciate, you know, you guys and people that are listening, all that good stuff. And all I could say from this is I was, I was hoping we could turn something into a positive and, and just when things are shitty, when things are shitty and things aren't great, you got to keep moving forward. And it's tough to do. I know a lot of you out there have reached out. You guys are going through some shit too. Um, life's tough in general for all of us. And I just want to say, we really appreciate the support. Really appreciate you guys listening. Um, and we'll keep moving forward with one foot in front of the other like we have since fucking day one. Love you guys. Talk to you later.